This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I got an amazing product for my kings and queens who love some cannabis. I enjoy the occasional joint once in a while. And if you want to maintain the flower that you're buying, this is the product for you. Integra Specialty Products brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging with two-way humidity control packs. Ensure the freshness, potency, and quality of your cannabis with Boost plant-based solutions that only puts in pure water vapor into your dried-out buds. It's ideal for flower, pre-rolls, and edibles. They offer a harmonious balance of convenience and freshness. For more information, check them out at www.integra.com boost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code LOWLIFE at checkout for 15% off your next purchase online at www.integraboost.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. We keep it moving, yeah, we do. Hola, bienvenidos, buongiorno, mis amigos. Welcome one and all to a brand spanking new episode of the Low Life Podcast. I'm your flaming hot and spicy, seasonally depressed, white wine drinking, talky finger licking, iced coffee sipping, hot mess of a host, Lorenzo Von Rum. And I'm so happy to be here with you today. There is no place I'd rather be than right here with my low lifers. I hope you're having a beautiful day and a great week so far. But if you're not having a good week, if you're in a really weird headspace right now, or you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling exhausted, drained, you're going through it in your relationships with work stuff, perhaps, the seasonal depression is kicking in, there's a lot of different factors that can definitely contribute to you feeling like shit right now. But don't you worry, boo-boo. Don't you fret. You have come to the right place. We're about to turn that frown upside down, baby. We got a great show in store for you today. Oh, this one is jam-packed with so much useful information. It's also a really good conversation. We're laughing and having a good time, and it's a part two continuation. And so I love this convo. Adore this guest. But before we get into this week's very special episode, let's talk about mental health. Some updates for you. First one up, the most important is mental health. Nobody asked about my mental health score. This week, on a scale of one to 10, one being complete shit, bottom of the barrel, feeling terrible, a 10 is euphoric bliss on cloud nine, feeling on top of the world. I'm definitely not a 10. But overall this week, uh, I'm going to go with a solid, just a seven. I'm feeling like a seven, just average. That's a C average right now. It's not shitty. It's not great. I'm just existing right now. (laughs) That's what I feel like. I've had so many ups and downs, highs and lows this week. It's been exhausting. And so I'm going to take the wins, but also I've been sitting with some of those losses. And yeah, there's a lot of things that contribute to your mental health. And I take stock of of different scenarios and situations that I'm going through. And there's factors that really do impact me. And one of those is sleep. My sleep has been off. It's been terrible, actually. And so that's definitely going to take a point off my mental health there. But then a high moment that I had is the fact that the actor strike is over. (laughs) Yay! Fresh off the press that was just announced. And why that even matters to me, the fact that all these events in Los Angeles, these red carpet events, 
that I have clients go to, premieres, uh, press junkets. There's so much to promote their movies and their projects, but nothing was happening. And they're not allowed to do any red carpets. If you're a musician, that's completely different. So I do have some musicians and I was able to still work those artists that I have in my life. But most of my clients are actors, actresses. And so there's no events. There's no red carpets. I'm going to feel that hit. The whole industry felt the hit with ending all events, any red carpets, any promotions, no commercials, nothing. And so, yeah, that sucks. But now they've come to some sort of an agreement. And I believe this contract negotiated will last approximately three years. So maybe there'll be another strike in three years. I don't know. (laughs) But at least I'll be working my ass off just in time for the holidays Yay, Christmas isn't canceled. (laughs) Why this writer's strike, the actor's strike will impact you and could even matter to you is the fact that some of your favorite shows, they weren't in production. They shut down filming of pretty much everything except for independent type studios, indie films. And so now we could have entertainment, new shows. We could have new things to binge watch outside of reality television that can rot our brains at times. And so it's nice that we'll have some new movies and and new shows and series that are going to be coming out again. Little Shamu, my pug of love, he just went and had surgery. He was fixed. Oh, his little balls were cut off. Well, do they cut off the balls? I don't know, but he was fixed. Little Shamu. And that actually stressed me out because I I love that little pup so much and just drop him off for him to get his little surgery. Oh, it just broke my heart. It was like so difficult for me to drop him off. I hate it, but he's okay now. He's in full recovery mode and uh, he's feeling much better. I act like he had open heart surgery. (laughs) The way that I was impacted by my little baby getting surgery, I was like, oh, so stressed out about it. But I'm happy to report everything's okay. Uh, We got no problems. It's so funny, though. The vet was telling me, Lo, after the surgery, little Shamu, he's going to be exhausted. He'll be very drained. And so just keep him comfortable. Let him sleep. You know, give him these little sedatives so, you know, he's able to just relax. and, And in a few days, you know, he should be back to normal. Little Shamu post-surgery, even after being sedated, even after being put under, this little monster, he's really living up to his name (laughs) because as soon as I picked him up, he is filled with energy. I'm like, how is this little pup still jumping around? He has so much freaking energy. He's just a little terror and I love him. I'm obsessed. He is so different from Dookie, my pug of love of 14 years, who is very mellow and loved to cuddle and was motivated by food. Oh, little Shamu, he's intermittent fasting over here. Could give a shit about food. (laughs) He's like, I don't want food. I want you. I want playtime. I want running around, park time. I want that leash. He's very active, which is surprising to me because pugs typically are just cuddlers and they love to just chill. But uh, maybe I was catfished and he's not really even full pug. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe there's some freaking Siberian husky in there. I don't know. But he's filled with a lot of energy. And so post-surgery, he was jumping around. And I was like, Shamu, you got to rest, baby. And so I had to leave him in his little like crated area. It's not a crate. It's more like a caged area of like five feet with all these pillows and blankets. I made it like a little genie bottle for him so he could just sprawl out and be comfortable. And so all 19 pounds of him. I'm so happy he's okay, though. Another contributing factor to my mental health this week has been going through it in my interpersonal relationships, my friendships. Not that I'm experiencing a friendship breakup. It's more I'm experiencing a newfound awareness. And I think that's very important to really take stock of how you feel in your friendships. When you hang out with someone, 
pay attention to where your mental health score is at leaving a situation. Do you feel drained from that person? Do you feel recharged? Do you feel happy when you share news with someone? Are they receiving it and happy to hear it? Are they changing the subject and making it just about them? I pay attention to all of those things. And and this specific friendship that I have, I cared about this person. I love this individual, but I'm sure you could relate to this where you have a friend and then they show you a side of themselves and you're like, oh shit. And so I will say this, when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. And so with this specific friend, there's been moments where I'm like, oh my God, like you're very selfish. And I realized, oh shit, you really only care about yourself. You don't care about anybody's feelings, not my feelings, not anyone's. You're truly just the center of your universe. (laughs) It's very narcissistic and it's sad, but it started to make sense why in this friendship, I was feeling very depleted. And I would hang out with this person and leave feeling drained. And I felt like it was very one-sided. This friend was very dismissive of my feelings. And this person would disregard my emotions and didn't matter how I felt. I realized this individual who I loved and cared for and have poured into really doesn't give a shit about me, truly. (laughs) Doesn't give a shit about really anybody. And so it was very eye-opening because I started to see all these red flags start to line up and see this person for exactly who they are. And coming to this realization that not only will this friend never be able to reciprocate the type of love and care that I've given this individual, but they're not even really capable of it. Jeez. And so I have to meet them where they're at. It's not that I hate the person. It's not that there's bad blood. It's just, I see you for exactly who you are, crystal f***ing clear. And so I can choose who I pour my energy into. I can choose who I spend my time with. I was feeling very depleted and the friendship was so one-sided. And so again, I can choose where I pour my energy. I don't want to invest into this relationship. This is not the healthiest friendship to have. And so a healthy distance, a lot of distance actually, will really help me out with this one. (laughs) And so- and having situations like this and and sharing these type of moments that I have in my life and having conversations with one of my best girlfriends, Lexi, who her and I had a friendship breakup. Well, we didn't really talk for months, almost a year, actually. And it's hard to bounce back from that. But her and I were able to come to the table, be completely honest and transparent with one another. And now a beautiful, even stronger relationship came out of it. But in having that conversation, the feedback I got from so many of you that have been experiencing friendship breakups and going through it. Oh, it was overwhelming. And so I want to do an episode on friendship breakups. And so I would love to ask for your help on this one. If you have a friendship breakup story, if there's something you've been through or you were ghosted by someone or you lost contact with someone and you don't even know why, some people just drift apart, but sometimes there's reasoning behind it. And maybe you know the reason, or maybe you're the one who initiated it, but I would love to hear your friendship breakup horror stories. Oh, I know you've got them. So please let me know in the review section of Apple Podcasts. Drop them in the review section, or you could DM me or email me, uh, but I'll be sharing them on the podcast. I'll be reading all of them and taking the best of the best stories and sharing them on the show and doing a deep dive into friendship breakups. Because again, a lot of times these breakups happen, but they hurt more than even romantic relationships. And we go through friendship breakups more often than romantic relationship breakups. And so it's something that we should talk about. And I want to offer some really good coping mechanisms and some healthy tools and strategies to navigate these situations because they could take a toll on your mental health. They could gut you. And I know because I've been going through it. I get it completely. I've been there. I'm actually there right now. (laughs) 
So if you can help me out with this episode, you guys will be basically producers on it, uh, giving me some content so that we can share your stories on the podcast. And we'll keep them anonymous if you'd like. We don't have to say names here. We'll protect you. But this podcast is a safe space for you to speak your truth, Queen. And speaking of queens, there's an incredible queen on the podcast today. She was here last week. I'm talking to Lauren Hubert. She's a registered dietitian who is really changing the way that we talk about weight loss. Oh, she is amazing. She's the creator behind the Sorority Nutritionist. And so she built this community of thousands of women, and she's been viral on social media. She's blown up on TikTok, on Instagram, and she gives so many helpful pointers, health pointers. But it's expensive to have a dietitian on call. It's not cheap to have a nutritionist at your fingertips. And so if you're in a position in life right now where you're like, I would love to have a dietitian and a nutritionist, oh, and a personal trainer, but it all costs a lot. <laughs> and so <laughs> I don't want to shell out that money before the holidays. I know it's a good investment though, but if you don't want to spend that right now, boo-boo, don't you worry, I got you covered. These consultations, these one-on-one -on -one meetings with a nutritionist on call, can add up to thousands of dollars, like $10,000 for a month for some dietitians. And so I was so excited that Lauren decided to come on the podcast because I could ask her all the questions and you guys don't have to pay for any of it. <laughs> this is free information that is so useful and beneficial for our lives. It's the most important thing is our mental health, but also our physical health. As we go into the holidays and we're still on this 90-day low-life reset challenge, I want to have episodes that are going to help us. And so in this episode, we're talking about health hacks, diet hacks. We're talking about exercising the right way, how to lose weight the right healthy way. And of course, with all the diet talk and wellness tips that she offers, there's also some really good laughs in there. And we do have an amazing round of rapid fire preguntas. I love my rapid fire questions. And so this is a great episode. It is jam-packed with so much useful beneficial information for you to take into your life, boo-boo, and conquer the day. I'm so happy you are here for this conversation. You are here for a reason. You are in for a treat. So without further ado, let's jump into today's very special conversation with entrepreneur and registered dietitian queen, Lauren Hubert. Hit it. You've talked a lot about calories. Yes. And I know there are places like Weight Watchers, for example, and it's all about, I've never done Weight Watchers, but I've had friends of mine who have done it. And that's all about keeping score of points. And those points are linked to calories, if I'm getting that right. <laughs> you know, it's so funny about Weight Watchers. I'm like, we already have a system for calories, honey. Why are we coming up with points? Um, but yes, I believe it is derived off of calories with some sort of equation that, I mean, that's the whole basis of their company. I'm not sure the behind the scenes. Right. And they've done beautiful things to try to, I think, innovate the product, of course. But if you couldn't tell, I'm not the biggest fan of Weight Watchers because we already have a system in place. Yeah. And you know? so the system in place that you abide by, for someone who's listening to this and wants to lose weight in a healthy way, I also want to talk about what's the right amount of realistic goals where you're yeah. not going to fuck your system up. Yes. And so like there are diets where you could end up, you know, dropping like, you know, a couple pounds a week, two to three pounds a week, which I don't know if that's normal or if that's a healthy thing to do. So yeah. I want to pick your brain on that. Calories and what's the healthy amount of weight? If you want to do it the right way, how much weight should you be dropping? Like, let's say every week, what should your goals, attainable goals be? Yeah. It's so funny. I talked about this with a client today. I think a lot of people sometimes put the expectation on themselves 
myself, like I need to lose this much weight. And they use words like need, or I expect to see this much weight. I like to say we aim, we aim for half a pound to two pounds per week. But the caveat to that is if you are in a heavier body and you have more percentage of body weight you can lose, you can lose safely up to 1% of your body weight. And statistically that not, I mean, we, we don't have a magic wand, but statistically that tends to be better and more advantageous versus losing more than 1% of your body weight to basically reduce your risk of weight regain post-diet. And that's basically because the faster you lose weight, typically the more restrictive you have to be, you're going to lose more muscle mass um, when you're in a larger calorie deficit. Also, I mean, it's not as fun. You don't get to eat as much food. And I think we all want to eat, right? That's fun. So yeah, around half a pound to two pounds per week. Another caveat with this though is your body composition matters so much more than weight. So your weight is basically just the number of you know, what you weigh on the scale, but your body composition, that's your fat mass, your muscle mass. And you've, you've probably seen pictures like this on social media. I definitely have some on my page too. But basically, if you were to gain muscle and lose fat at the same time, mm -hmm. your weight may not change significantly. And you would think, wow, I'm a failure. I'm fucking this up. Why am I not losing weight? But then you take a measurement or you put on a pair of jeans and you're like, okay, I got to get a new pair of jeans right now. Mm. Or you see like muscle definition or you literally like measure yourself and you're like, okay, I lost two or three inches. That's body composition change. And which is basically getting at losing fat versus just losing weight because the weight on the scale just describes your overall body weight versus losing fat is very specific and descriptive of we are shedding the body fat on our bodies while keeping as much muscle as possible. That is more important. Yes. That's yes. what we need to be doing. And that's better for your health also right. and keeping the weight off. Yeah. So I guess when you're trying to lose weight, working in some sort of weight lifting and also maintaining protein in your diet, that's really important then. Bingo, bingo, bingo. That is like the trifecta for fat loss. A slight calorie deficit, meaning slightly less than what you burn right now. So if you, right now, your maintenance calories are 2000 per day. Okay. I like to do a 300 to 500 calorie deficit based on the research and based on what I see work best with clients. So that would be 1,500 to 1,700 calories. And this is just an example, right? Some people might have different numbers, but a slight calorie deficit, sufficient protein. So we want to make sure we're eating enough of it for your body and your specific goals and how much you exercise. And then um, the more we can incorporate strength training with that, absolutely, that's the trifecta for fat loss. Yeah, love it. I also have been really doing some research on the power of walking. Yes. I love a hot girl walk and a hot man walk. Yes. I'm all about <laughs> it too. So I used to like kill myself and run and I'm not a long distance runner. I feel like you're either like body type wise and the way your heart works, you're <laughs> either that person or you're not. You're like, you're either that cross country person, but like, I never was that like long distance type of runner. I don't enjoy it. It just does nothing for me. Some people thrive with yeah. a good run. That was me like 10 years ago. Now I'm like, okay, a mile. And I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even go longer. And it's also, I know, and this is going to, I think, make a lot of people happy in knowing that from what I've learned so far with speaking with nutritionists and dietitians, that when it comes to walking, you actually burn more fat metabolically if you have a certain amount of steps per day. It's a slower burn, but it's a more impactful burn as opposed to getting your heart rate up and running full speed on a treadmill. 30-minute run on a treadmill or even an hour as opposed to getting fifteen to 20,000 steps in, the fifteen to 20,000 steps is going to be way more beneficial. 
And so, and that's just from a burning fat standpoint, but I'd love to talk to you about that because I'm sure your clients have questions about it. Cause a lot of people love to run and they think if you break a sweat and you work it out, like you're going to work your body out harder and you're doing something and you're doing something <laughs> and you kind of feel like I'm walking, which walking is impactful, yeah. Uh, but I'm not necessarily sweating my ass up when I walk. And so what's your take on that? Yeah. So the research that probably other people may have like quoted and, and are mentioning to you. So burning fat is different than shedding fat. Burning fat. And that research comes from when we're talking about like intermittent fasting or fasted cardio, some new research coming out on that and even low intensity versus high intensity training. Basically high intensity training, you're going to utilize carb more as a fuel source in your body, which is why like elite athletes, marathon runners, um, when you think about like these NFL linemen, like they're eating a ton of carbs. And actually I see their diets because I have some sports dietitian friends and I know how crazy those NFL players diets are. They eat a lot of calories and carbs. Yeah. Um, Whereas when you're doing more lower intensity activities, so not as, you know, CrossFit and running and even Orange Theory, um, things like walking, like the, the good old hawker walk, the 12, 330 stuff we see on social media, yeah. that's using more fat as a fuel source. But the caveat to this, and I stirred the pot on TikTok talking about this, you could be doing that, but you might not lose weight unless you get your calories less than what you burn. So basically you'll be using fat or carbs as a fuel source, depending on the activity level. But overall, to shed fat, it comes down to the total calories you consume overall, if that makes sense. Yes. Which also goes to the point about running. Like you could think you're doing something so awesome and amazing with running, but it's it's not so much the running is making you lose weight. It's that, okay, you're running and maybe you're increasing how many calories you burn per day. And then what you're eating is still less than your total daily calories. And may I just add in that your exercise calories are sometimes like 10, maybe 15%, but usually around like 10% of what you burn in a day. 10%. We spend years as women on the elliptical, crying our eyes out, not wanting to be there. <laughs> when in <laughs> yeah. reality, you could understand your metabolism in your body and you could be doing less cardio and be losing more weight. Like that's fucking wild. Okay. But if you're doing that, that's again, you have to be very cognizant of what the hell you're eating. Yes. This is why I always say it all comes down to calories still at the end of the day. Also what you eat. And it's like, there's all these different things that matter, but still at the end of the day, that's why those bodybuilding kings on social media who say calorie deficits are king, like they are right. Like the calories do matter most. Sure. But you don't need to kill yourself. You don't need to kill yourself. <laughs> and I like that you're saying the right type of calories and also the right type of foods, being very aware of what the hell you're putting in your body and what it's going to do. I've been doing that now. Whenever I'm about to eat something, I'm like, what is this going to be doing to my body? Is I this love good? that question. That's a good question. And so like, how is it going to help me? Sometimes it's not going to help me very much. It's just going to help my mood because it's like a cake pop or something. Yeah. That's fine. But for the most part, like I wanted to do something good for me. And so what am I getting out of this? And that's yeah. where you could be really selfish with yourself. And so it's helped me. When it comes to dieting, let's say someone wants to drop a certain amount of weight before a wedding. Love it. People want to slim down for fall is like fit girl fall. You had some recipes. Yes. Oh, so I'm 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 such a fit girl fall whore, honestly. <laughs> I really am. I love saying fit girl fall. Isn't that when so, people usually pack on the pounds? Like so, Thanksgiving's coming up, Halloween candy. Like, I actually think summer is the hardest time to lose weight. And I've had so many clients say that to me. They're like, you know, it's summer. Like, it's going to be so easy. I'm going to be in tight clothes. No, summer is the hardest because- if you have kids, your kids are home and you're done with work, maybe. Summer vacations. is vacations. Summer is weekend getaways. Summer is happy hour. Summer Fridays, we're, you know, being chill at work. Summer is like the chill time. There's more food. There's barbecues. There's alcohol. Think of like happy hour kind of vibe. 
fall is different because fall we have structure and schedule and we like know the impending doom of the weather changing if you don't live in a place like LA. And I just feel like fall is actually a time where a lot of people do get in shape. And I actually see people sometimes see more success losing weight around the holiday season, shockingly, because they're more committed, I feel like. Where summer, I feel like so many people want to get fit just because it's like the time of year and the and weather. And it's sunny outside, and yeah. it's sunny, yeah. It's like easy to be fucking motivated in summer where in, in fall, I feel like it's a different vibe of people who want to get fit. I don't know. That's yeah. just my experience. I get it. Uh, when it comes to this fall spicy latte, this was like the pumpkin spice latte. Now I love the pumpkin spice cold brew latte from Starbucks with like, it's like pumpkin spice cold foam or something. The pumpkin cold foam. Yes. It's so good. But you recommend doing something a little bit different to it to bring the caloric intake down and sugar, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Break it down, queen. So the pumpkin cold foam is around 200 calories, five calories if you get like the plain cold brew with nothing in it. So you can make modifications to the cold foam. In fact, I had a pumpkin cold foam cold brew that was really popular, but Starbucks literally discontinued the pumpkin cold foam cold brew which is basically like a plain cold foam that they had. Um, So you can't order it now. So I did walk my ass into Starbucks. I figured this out for you guys. Um, You can make a non-fat cold foam and ask for specific pumps of like pumpkin and sugar-free vanilla in the foam. They do have to make it homemade like there on the spot. So if it is really busy or just honestly, the baristas like might not know they can do this. You can custom do cold foam. Now, the issue is if you do use like a a dairy-free milk, if you use something like oat milk or almond milk, it isn't going to keep the texture and consistency because something about good old cream from cows, guys, the, the fat content and literally just all the scientific like things about cream. It, that's why cream is cream. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, and that's why it like sits on top that, so perfectly. And that exactly. cloud. The cloud of delicious pumpkin spice. Yes. You only get that through that. So I posted a swap today. Actually, you could do a venti cold brew with the pumpkin cold foam on the top and then just do sugar-free vanilla for everything else. That's around 205 calories. That's really one of the best things you can probably get with the fact that it is the regular cold foam. If you are wanting a pumpkin cream cold brew, but you are not stuck on getting the foam... And I'm sitting here like, why do I know so much about Starbucks? This is crazy. Um, but <laughs> but a, I mean, a lot of people love a their coffee. A lot of people love it. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I love Starbucks too. Big ice coffee girl. But you could do a grande ice coffee with a splash of cream or whatever milk. You know, I prefer soy milk and almond milk, actually. <laughs> Shockingly, I, I don't mess around with cream too much. And then you could do like one or two pumps of pumpkin. I typically do a grande ice coffee with a splash of soy milk, no classic syrup, and then one pump of pumpkin and usually like one pump of sugar-free vanilla. And that's hitting at how many calories? So that specific drink. So the grande ice coffee is five calories. The pumpkin sauce is around 30 calories. So that's 35. A splash of almond milk is going to be less. I think soy milk is around like 30 calories, you'd estimate. So we're looking at for that drink, probably like 75 calories. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad that's at all. Great. No. 70, 75. That is a great alternative too. If you want that pumpkin spice flavor without like, you know, the cold foam, the dairy, the 200 calories. Well, even more than that for, I mean, the pumpkin spice latte, I think is like 340 calories, the yes. grande. And so like, that's, that's a lot. Mm. Plus also more pumps of syrup, more added sugar. It is quite depressing. If you look up the <laughs> nutrition facts on pumpkin sauce at Starbucks and or just the pumpkin spice latte in general. Really? It is depressing. Like the classic, <laughs> if you're just going getting a good old fashioned pumpkin spice latte, a grande, it's pretty rich in sugar. Yeah. Cal- it's not good for you. Don't quote me, but it's probably like 50 or 60 grams of sugar. What? Yeah. I'm not exaggerating either. Isn't that, that's like 
to Snicker bars. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I mean, it's also, I mean, not as much even protein as what you're going to get a Snickers bar. <laughs> yikes. Okay, we got to be really, really careful these days, what we're drinking. Yeah, and, and the carefulness is not because you can't have it. And I always say that to people. It's just, I mean, for me, it's not worth it. Like for me to spend 340 calories and have, I mean, I'm an ice cream person, I told you. Like I much rather save that calorie money for something that's more worth it for me. And that's what I always say to clients, like figure out what is worth it for you. Like what, what gets you going when it comes to food? Like, and especially yeah. if you're losing weight, you do have to be pickier and choosier with how you spend your calorie money. Yeah, absolutely. And for your health. Yes, of course. Okay, thank you so much for giving us so much information and helping us with our diets and helping us all go to the bathroom <laughs> and with fiber, we need it and what to eat, what not to eat. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little bit more of your scalp? Has menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline? When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. I'm excited to have Nutrafol as a sponsor because I use it. I love it. I'm a big fan of this company. I've noticed a big difference in my skin, nails, hair. Even my sleep has improved since I started taking this. Now I have the queen taking it too, and it has been a game changer for her hair. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code LOWLIFE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. I love me a good edible moment. I talk about it all the time on this show. And so I was so excited that Via became a sponsor of the Low Life Podcast. Oh, this is a dream partnership because I love their edibles. They're so delicious. And they're coming on right in time for Valentine's Day. Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. We're talking about pairing aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC. Their best-selling High Love gummy will awaken your senses, increases the blood flow, and intensifies any sexual experience, even if it's a solo experience. It's going to be amazing with this gummy. The strawberry-flavored one is my favorite. They're vegan. Organic ingredients are used. They have zero THC products as well. So if you're not down for THC, that's okay, boo. Their CBD line is amazing too, which is really great for sleep, focus, and energy. Their products range from 2 milligrams to 50 milligrams of THC, so there's definitely something for everybody. My favorite part about this sponsor is that they ship to all 50 states legally with discreet packaging directly to your door. It makes it so easy breezy for you. No medical card required. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code LOWLIFE to receive 15% off plus one free sample of their Sleepy Dreams gummies. 21 and over. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code LOWLIFE at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. Here at the Low Life Podcast Queen, we love a round of rapid fire questions, and I would be so sad if I didn't get to do them with you. <laughs> Hit it. Cottage on the beach or a cabin in the woods? Cottage on the beach. All right. Who is your celebrity crush right now? Male, female celebrity crush? 
Oh, Travis Kelsey. Love Travis. Oh, okay. <laughs> Little Swifty fever over here. I don't even like Taylor Swift that much. What? I think Travis Kelsey's really cute. <laughs> oh my God. Hate speech here at the Low Life. I wasn't- No, it's not that I don't like her. I wasn't the biggest fan until I was, but go yeah. ahead. No, like I, tremendous respect for her. I just, I like, didn't go to the concert. Got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and people were like, what? You didn't? No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, do you have a female crush right now? Alex Cooper. Love Alex Cooper. Uh, if your belly button had a magical power when you pressed it, what would you make your belly button do? Clean the dishes for me. Oh, yes. Yeah. Do you not have a dishwasher? I do. Oh. But you have to load that shit up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and when you cook at home all the time, you realize, wow, it is so much fun being lazy and like yes. eating takeout. <laughs> I know. God. And the thing is like a dishwasher can only go so far, but you got to load it up, yeah. unload it. I run that shit every day. I know. Me too. Oh, this is a great one for you. What is your last meal on death row? I want the full meal down to like, this is my wow. beverage of choice and this is my dessert. Wow. So there is this place, Maine Hot Chicken here or something, Chick Hot something. The best chicken chicken tenders I've had in my life. Fried really? chicken tenders. Yeah. Literally, I'm like butchering the name, but I had it. My husband and I look at each other. We're like, <gasps> oh my gosh. So, so, so as of now, I would say- those chicken tenders, they're fries. I love fries. Definitely doing that. That what's that frozen yogurt place that Demi Lovato like didn't like here and <laughs> all that stuff during COVID? Damn. Oh, the big chill. Oh, the I've, big chill. Oh, you've never been to the big chill and no, you're from LA? I've never been. <laughs> what is wrong I, with you? I'm a pinkberry bitch. I've been loving oh pinkberry. You gotta for years. get the plain chill flavor from Pig Chill. Because I had that and now almost turning 30 on Sunday, I'm a different person. Really? How have I never had this in my life? I don't know the nutrition facts because they are like air one and they don't post it, but it's the best Froyo I've had in my fucking life. That is such yeah. a strong statement. And <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm such a Froyo queen. <laughs> yes. I love it. You Wait, go. are you, have you had Pinkberry? Yeah, of course. Oh my okay. Gosh. So that is an acquired taste though. Cause I brought my yeah. family there before and they're like, uh, it's like sour, ill. I mean, that's what tarts. So I love tarts. So their, their tart flavor is insane. Like I, I love, love Froyo. Oh, I'm excited yeah. to try this place. Yeah, okay. So chicken tenders, we got waffle fries. They're just like the regular fries or like a good old waffle fry. I do love that too. Froyo, um, and anything I'd say else? some Froyo. Gosh, I'm on the spot right now. I mean, probably like some chocolate. You drinking any alcohol? Ooh, I don't, I don't know if I, so right now I'm not in a huge alcohol phase. Mm -hmm. I'd say also I do like tacos. So maybe I'll add in like a taco or two, especially <laughs> like a street taco from around here. Like they make them really good. They do. And I'd say, oh, oh, an Olipop. I love root beer Olipop. It's like my thing right now. Yeah. Oh, that does sound really good. That's a great laugh. I love that it's, it's an eclectic <laughs> uh, mix of things all in based yeah, in Los Angeles. When are you most inspired? After I've had a lot of caffeine after I work out. Yes. And I want to work. Yeah. You're just caffeined out. Plus yeah. you have that, that endorphin high from the yes. workout. What is the movie that is a game changer for you? This is the type of movie you've seen more than once. The type that you could quote, I'm not going to ask you to quote mm -hmm. it, but a movie that really does it for you mood-wise. Mood-wise, I have two. So happy. I love like Mean Girls. Oh, like, yes. Great movie. You can't go wrong with it. My sister took Sick. it, took me to the movie theater to see it. I'm like, that's such a cool memory. Love Mean Girls. I'm a psychopath at the same time. And I do like Silence of the Lambs. Oh, there she is. <laughs> yeah. Dark. <laughs> There's our Libra queen. But, but not that like I like what goes on in the movie, but like, I, I love that Hannibal Lecter character and so just like, good. it was great acting. Incredible film. And yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah. It's a dark one, but so good. It's a good one. Um, did you ever see the show? No. I heard it's incredible. So 
it came out years ago, but one of my girlfriends, Haley, was saying the Hannibal Lecter television series will blow your mind. Gosh. It is so well done. And it came out like, I guess, a few years ago, but she was, and she's like a movie person and like film critic, I guess, self-proclaimed. Anyway, <laughs> she recommended it. Check oh, wow. it out. What is your top love language? Are you familiar with the love languages? Yes. Oh, I know this. My husband would say the same. I like physical touch. I like like being on the people that I'm with. I'm like, the same way. Like I need to be touching you. <laughs> I'm like, even with my, I'm such a touchy person. It's a Latino thing for me. That's how I was raised. Were you, yeah. did you grow up in a really affectionate home? No, oh, you didn't. not at all. So I think that's probably why I am the way with my husband. But yeah, my parents are not affectionate, not loving. I mean, I mean, they're loving towards. They're, 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 let me rephrase. They're loving towards me, and they want the best for me, but no physical touch. Really? No. With no, your mom yeah. or dad? Yeah, both. None. Sibling? Your sister? Um, no, not really. I mean, like I hug her now, but yeah, that it wasn't is so, a thing. That's so interesting. <laughs> I just find it fascinating because, like, okay, so then once you got in a relationship, you're like, I am making up for lost time. You, I, I, I think love so. Yeah, touch. maybe. But I've always kind of been that way, honestly. And this is this is totally off topic, but I feel like you really are hardwired the way that you are. Like I've always just been that way. And I've also been more like outspoken. I mean, I do things on social media, whereas like my sister, for instance, she's so private. So I think we're really hardwired the way that we are. Anyway. I agree. Yeah, I get it. I'm definitely hardwired for physical touch. <laughs> I crave it, need it, love it. Um, what is the last TV show that you binge watched? Binge watch... I watch The Office almost every night. Oh, like yes. we just love, I mean, it's been years now and after 10 years, we still put it on every night. So I like that. But I say the last show we binged watch, actually there's this series on Netflix. It's like a sports series. I love watching like sports motivational stuff that shows like the team or like, I watch actually, the, so I went to Florida State, but the Gators at University of Florida, they had like a four-part series. But there's, basically Netflix has a show where I forget the name of it, but I, I watched that series. Is I binged it, the whole thing. Is it highlighting specific coaches and stuff and their experience? Yeah, specific coaches or specific like sports moments or yeah. sports years where like this person completed this result and like won the Super Bowl this year. And this is everything that happened behind the scenes. Like I love that shit of success. I do too. During the pandemic, I'm sure you binge watched Last Man standing. Oh, yep. Yep. Amazing. And so I was good. just thinking about it. I'm like, I need to run that back. And because it was so motivational, inspiring. Yeah. I love Michael Jordan. Yes. And so, yeah, that's what I do love a good sports doc. What are the top two songs on your playlist right now, Queen? Oh, gosh. What are you listening to right now for so, a good workout gosh, moment? Gosh, why am I a John Summit groupie? If you listen to EDM music, um, yeah. I'm, I only listen to EDM. So Really? Yeah. I know <laughs> you're like, what? Not on my bingo card. Yeah. I only listen to EDM music. <laughs> That's so specific. <laughs> I know. Are you I've always been this way. Are you only listening to EDM even if you're trying to like mellow out? Oh yeah. My husband will put on like serious chill XM, but I'm still playing like BPM or Diplo's Revolution kind of vibe. <laughs> um, I've always been this way. Like if you meet people that I grew up with, I only listen to house music. That I don't know is why. Nuts. <laughs> it's annoying. I'm annoying. No, I mean, <laughs> hey, it's on brand for you and I'm not going to yuck your yum. I, I do love some EDM music too, yeah. but I also like am down for just like some Celine Dion once in a while. Oh, or... sure. Like, th like throwbacks. Like I love a throwback. Okay. You know, it's actually weird. Who's the smash mouth person that just passed away? Oh yeah, away? I know. Literally my husband put that on because we were listening to throwbacks and then literally that night we were going to the big chill 
And then we got a thing from like puberty. That's where I get like a lot of my stuff on Instagram. Yeah. And it's like, he's in hospice care. I was like, that's so wild. We literally were just listening to a song after like, I haven't listened to it for 10 years, but. Oh, I know. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, what a banger that was, that song. It was a Shrek soundtrack. Yeah. I'm all about leveling up with my low lifers this year. As a fashion stylist, the first place I want to start, of course, is leveling up your closet. But I don't want you to break the bank. You don't got to spend a lot of money, honey. Design on a dime, boo. You can still elevate your closet on a budget. We want you to save some money here. So I'm happy to have Quince as a sponsor. They are here for us. They're going to take good care of us. At Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at affordable prices. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Oh, they're amazing. I bought these beautiful silk pillowcases for my bed. I got a cute jacket, a cozy cashmere cardigan, and navy blue joggers I'm obsessed with. These are staple pieces for my closet that will not go out of style. And I was able to save some money. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash lowlife for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash lowlife to get free shipping and 365-day returns, quince.com slash lowlife. Is your New Year's resolution to find time-saving solutions so you can spend less time doing things like grocery shopping and more time with your little one? As a busy parent, I'm always looking for products and brands that will make my life easier. What is one change that's easy to make that will make your life easier in 2024? Little Spoon. Little Spoon delivers fresh, healthy meals and snacks that your kiddo will love for every eating stage. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid, delivered right to your door. Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Time-saving and convenient without compromise. Little Spoon delivers baby blends, biteables, plates, smoothies, snacks, and lunchers kids love it and you will too. It's all so fresh, so delicious, and made with the cleanest, high quality ingredients. Did I mention it all comes right to my door? So flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. I pick the menu and change it up what I order every time. The price is right, the quality is unmatched. I love it, my kids love it, the grandparents love it, and I know all you lowlifers will love it too. A huge win-win-win for my family, and it can also be for yours. Simplify your kiddo's mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash lowlife and enter our code lowlife at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. What is something that people commonly get wrong about you? I feel like at times people make assumptions that I'm not friendly because I am shy and sometimes socially awkward, mm-hmm. but I'm actually quite friendly. I just sometimes don't know how to communicate it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah you're fr- <laughs> you know, it's so crazy because, well, I just met you for the first time today. Beautiful energy. So warm, so inviting. Also, but it's very intimate. It's just you and I in the yeah. studio. And yeah, I so, don't like big groups of people. You're not a big group. Okay. Yeah. But also it's so crazy because in seeing your social media, your Instagram and your TikTok, and I was like, oh, sh- it's so crazy that you just said that because my assumption of you was she's the life of the party. <laughs> she is the one that's like going to dance on the table and have a good time. Like you're such a light. So, but you yeah. little what I know now meeting you, you're like, actually, I prefer to like not be 
at the party. Yeah, <laughs> or it's, more, it's more of being the center of attention. You don't love that? Yeah, I don't like being the center of attention. Oh, wow. Shockingly. <laughs> yeah, no, love that though. But you know what's interesting too about that is you don't like being the center of the attention, but because of your energy and just the type of human you are, it just naturally ends up becoming that way. Yeah, which that's, is that's beautiful. the weird part about it. Yeah, it's like, it's a double-edged sword, yeah, put it that way. Because it's the person that's trying so hard and everyone's like, ugh, stop. And then the one that doesn't want it like you, that everyone's like, we love her. She's our queen. Yeah. Love it. Okay. When you die and come back to this world, let's say you believe in reincarnation. I do. I believe my dog is reincarnated. You do? I oh, do. I totally believe in reincarnation <laughs> as well. What animal would you choose to come back to this beautiful world as if you could be reincarnated into one animal? I want a specific one. I feel like I was going to say a chihuahua, like my dog I adopted. My dog is really chill, but some are like not chill. I don't know why it came to mind, but I'm like, what about a Bernice Mountain Dog? Uh, like, I feel like they live really good lives. I feel like the people who buy Bernice Mountain Dogs, like it's always like the rich person with that big house <laughs> and the big backyard. Like, I feel like I would be living life and like- Thriving. Thriving. So I would yeah. be a Bernice Mountain Dog. Oh, I love it. <laughs> we like to leave the low lifers on a high note here at the Low Life Podcast. And so this podcast comes out on a Thursday. And so I would love if you have any words of wisdom or if there's something you like to tell yourself on the regular, it could be a quote from somebody else or something you just tell yourself on the regular, but something to leave the low lifers with going into the weekend. I love that. You know, I think a lot of times us women are really hard on ourselves and we forget how far we've come. We forget just how well we're doing because every day we're making invisible progress that we can't see until one day it is going to hit you. So I think for anyone listening to this, take a step back and think about where you were a year ago, five years ago, or even 10 years ago because hopefully we're all over 10 years old at this point listening yeah. to the show. But I think it's it's really awesome to look back and just think about how you felt, what you wish you would accomplish, because I bet you 10 bucks, a million bucks, that the version of yourself you are right now, that even if you're not at that goal yet, you would be really proud of yourself looking at what you've accomplished thus far, because you are doing a really good job. Amen. Oh, what a beautiful note to leave this podcast <laughs> on. Thank you for that. You know, and to the, your point of like looking back and seeing how much progress you've made, Sometimes currently, and I'm just curious your take on this yeah. as someone who is in the health industry and you put yourself out there on social media, but I've looked back on photos and I'm like, I remember 10 years ago taking that photo and thinking I looked hideous yeah. or just hating the way something looked on me, whether it be like my hairstyle at the time or the weight I was at, I was like ill or I didn't have enough muscle, whatever it could be. We're so hard on ourselves. And I look back sometimes, I'm like 10 years ago, damn, super cute. I just was in the moment not appreciating it, but it took some reflection of looking back. And I'm like, I actually love that outfit or I actually love the way I looked or I was so hard on myself then. Yeah. And so I think we have to give ourselves some grace even when we look back on ourselves. And again, see where we're at now, be proud of that, but also embrace the moment. Because when you look back on it, you're gonna be like, oh shit, I let that moment go and I wasn't thankful. You know, I don't know if you've ever experienced oh, that. Oh yeah. I mean, it's so funny when you think about looking back at a photo, it's something that no one else will ever notice, but you remember it and it's like ingrained in you. It's it's such a weird phenomenon. But I also think something that really helps me is it's not that serious because coming from someone who used to be very insecure, not confident, didn't have a voice, you know, wasn't putting myself out there because of who I was, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's all really not that serious. And when you think about it that way, I mean, yes, we all want to look our best and feel our best. I mean, my entire job and my entire company is built off of that. But at the same time, when you're able to be like brush things off your shoulder, like, and it's not that serious, 
you're going to bring a different energy into this and you're going to realize, you know, it's it's just not a big deal, right? Yeah. It's not a big deal. It's and big deal. also you probably look better than what you do think yeah. you look like. <laughs> <laughs> That's so freaking true. I love it. Where can people get in touch with you? Where can we find you? I want to try your diet program. So I want to do that. Is that Love what it. It, is that the proper way to say it? It's yeah, a diet yeah, program? Yeah. I know people are triggered by the word diet, but I consider diet as for the people in my community as learning how to eat, learning what your food choices are. It's not it's not like some crazy meal plan protein bar diet like that oh, some people think of what diets are. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so where can we find the program? Where can we find you on social media? I'll link everything in the description of this episode, but if you could drop your handles for us. You can find me on social media at Sorority Nutritionist on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all the channels. Um, I have a podcast known as Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry because we want to be hot, we want to be healthy, and of course, we don't want to be freaking hungry. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then for those of you guys that didn't hear, my name is Lauren Hebert. Perfect. <laughs> I was just curious, sorority... Um, um, what's the name of the diet again? Soror so I'm known as the sorority nutritionist that's sorority on social media. Okay. And so, and that all stems from your time in college. Bingo. And you know, it's so funny. I love that we didn't even talk about it because I feel like people are like, well, sorority. And like, they're so hung up on that word. I'm like, I'm creating a sorority of people who love their diet, love the way that they look and have a good relationship to food. Like it's our own sorority, but yes, it does stem from my own experiences in a sorority in college, yeah. fad dieting. And that's literally where their name came from. Love that. And also like the sort <laughs> like life sorority now, because it's not geared specifically towards like, if you're a college girl, oh yeah, no, college baddie or whatever, like you could be any age. Uh, you were just telling me before we started this conversation that a lot of your clients are 50 and up. Yeah. Which is 40s, amazing. 40s, 50s, 60s, multiple pregnancies, menopause, yeah. health problems. Um, amazing. Which is not amazing for them, but amazing for the fact that I get to work with them. Yeah. And you've, <laughs> you're building this new life sorority for women. It's awesome. Thank you for being here, Queen. Appreciate having this conversation with you. I do want you to come back if you'd be down. Of course. And I could, I'd be honored. We'll oh my open, God. We'll, and you're local. So I'm like, oh, we I could am. do this anytime. But I'll open it up to the listeners for questions and then maybe we could review a doc together or something. Yes. Oh, the Blue Zones. Yeah. Blue Zones. We should do that. There we go. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Low Life Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I love this conversation with Lauren Hubert. This was part two of our very special 90-day Low Life Reset Challenge. And this was all about diet and exercise and losing weight the right healthy way. And this was a two-parter. We also just did one with Elizabeth Smith, a very good friend of mine on skincare. I love these two-parters. But again, I always appreciate your feedback when it comes to this show because I always want to make this show better for you. And so I appreciate your thoughts and love to hear your takeaways from the episode. Is there something you got from this episode? Is there something you learned or something that you want to apply into your daily life? I would love to hear your feedback. And so it really helps with the show as well. Helps with me just on the producing side of putting out great content for you and shows that you actually enjoy, but it also really helps the show. It impacts the podcast, tremendously impacts the show when you leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So I would love your feedback. Let me know what takeaway you had from this episode, what you enjoyed from part one or part two from this Lauren Hubert series that we did here on nutrition and dieting and exercise. And please drop your feedback, your review in the review section of Apple Podcasts. And the reviews that you leave on Apple Podcasts, you can give feedback for the show. Oh, also your friendship breakup stories. Oh, yeah, because I'm doing a whole episode on friendship freaking breakups. Oh, it's going to be so good. And so I'd love to hear your stories. Please drop them in the review section. <laughs> These are going to be so good. You can always DM me or email me as well uh, on Instagram. You'll see my email there. You can email me or again, just slide into my DMs. 
these reviews on Apple Podcasts can be anything you want them to be. You can leave a little dick emoji for me, throw some hearts and stars my way, a little tamale or two, but they really do impact a show. And so thank you for taking the time to leave these reviews. I want to show my gratitude and give thanks. And as the holidays are coming up, we have the holiday gifting suite over here at the Low Life Podcast, open for business, ready to go. I'm sending out gifts to my low lifers. So if you want a chance to win a little something, something for the holidays, we have gift cards, gifts from our sponsors, shit you didn't know you need off Amazon that I'm obsessed with, my favorite skincare products, hyaluronic serums. Oh, there's so many great gifts. And so if you want a chance to win something, again, all you have to do is leave a review in Apple Podcasts and put your Instagram handle somewhere in the review section, slide into my DMs. You could follow the Low Life Podcast and let me know that you left that review and I'll be sending out gifts to celebrate your ass, boo. I want to shout out some of my incredible kings and queens who are the backbone of this podcast and took the time to leave that review. The first one coming up is from Queen Andrea Monet. Love this queen. And she has left a review before. So thank you for that. She said, keep the two-part series coming low. Five stars. I'm loving this nutrition series. I cannot wait for part two. Oh, that's today. Lo, you're setting us up for success in 2024. Muchas gracias. Yes, that's the whole plan. I want to set you up for success, baby. And so I know with the holidays, it could be stressful and people go through it during the holidays. But I feel like these episodes are some light in the darkness that you might be going through right now. And so I'm happy that they're helping. I'm happy that they're beneficial because I'm getting a lot of takeaways from it too. So I love doing these episodes just for my own health as well. You know. <laughs> Next review is coming in hot from at Live Authentically. Oh, Live Authentically. What a great freaking handle name. Live Authentically writes, I love this podcast, five stars, spending time catching up on episodes and just listen to the ones with Elizabeth Smith, whom I call the fairy godmother of skincare. <laughs> Great questions. And as always, Elizabeth generously blessed us with her knowledge. So much respect and appreciation for her. And you, Lo, you have such an authentic spirit. That is so inspiring and a wicked sense of humor that I could relate to. This granny looks forward to your podcast every week. <laughs> In addition, I love the variety of topics and guests that you have. They always provide perspectives that make room for growth. And she gave me a heart and five freaking stars. Oh my God, that is beautiful. What a sweet review. Thank you for that. Elizabeth Smith is really our fairy godmother of skincare, truly. <laughs> Those episodes were amazing. Oh, they did so well. And I understand why, because she's so honest and real. And a lot of the times when you have skincare experts come on, they're paid for from a brand. There's specific skincare brands that will pay for people, brand ambassadors, to go on podcasts to talk about their brand, but they don't make it just about the brand because they don't want people just to know it's a big ad. It's one big paid for endorsement, but there's very specific rules. Like they can't talk about other brands or they can't mention this product or that product. And they could talk about other brands, but not anything to do with anything that would compete with their brand. Like it gets really dicey. And again, you got to make that money. I get it for podcast hosts that do that. I know many hosts that do that all the time. <laughs> and so I just want that shit for my show. Maybe one day I'll do a paid ad situation, but not when it comes to anything that I'm going to put on my face or ingest. You know, I wouldn't want a paid ad nutritionist to come on the show or anyone with skincare. I just want real, honest truth. I want real information that's actually going to help me, and I don't want it to be skewed or paid for by some freaking brand. No. And so, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed those episodes because Elizabeth Smith serves it up straight, no chaser, the truth. And she's so honest and blunt, but also very smart and gives so much insight. And there were so many really beneficial takeaways from those skincare episodes. I'm going to bring her back for sure. Elizabeth Smith is my resident skincare expert here now, and I absolutely adore that queen. 
We have time for one more review. This one is coming in hot from at SM Price 1988. Oh, 1988. That's the year of the dragon, Chinese Zodiac. It's a very lucky year to be born. Year of the dragon, little dragon baby. This little dragon baby writes, never a disappointment. Five stars. Hands down. This is my favorite podcast. I would love to hear a breakdown of the Golden Bachelor, but more importantly, a discussion on the difference in generations. Will that be us in 30 years? I highly doubt it. And that makes me so sad. Let's love one another. Oh, I know. The Golden Bachelor, I heard, is a really good show. I need to get into it. Need to start watching it. People love it. I heard it's very sweet. And so I'm down to get into that show and also have a conversation about it. And also a bigger discussion about love and ageism and and us getting older and, and finding love and those who have found it and finding new love in their 50s, 60s, and 70s. I think that's a beautiful thing that we should freaking celebrate. Love that. It's never too late to find love, just like it's never too late to have a good childhood. It's never too late to rewrite the wrongs of your past and have a good childhood and give yourself a fighting chance at happiness. And so that's a bigger discussion to have, and I am down to have it here at the Low Life Podcast. You know that there is no topic off limits, boo. So that's what I'll be doing this week, and I'll watch some Golden Bachelor. I'm going to be doing my research on friendship breakups and reading your stories and prepping for those shows and And I'll be drinking a delicious margarita. And I hope you do the same. Maybe have yourself a delicious glass of wine or an apple cider. Are you into apple cider? I love a warm apple cider. I love any hot toddy drinks. Maybe make yourself a hot toddy. It's getting chilly outside. Watch a good movie. Binge watch a good docu-series. Apply your serums. But don't forget to drink your water, puta. We, we love, love you, you and we're out. <laughs> Bye. Bye guys. <laughs>